let's all cross our fingers that this is recording because i have literally spent like three hours trying to record this episode but my microphone keeps acting up um don't know what that's about but i already ordered a new one from amazon so but i really like this microphone so if the audio is batshit awful next time um just know it's literally because this microphone is on its last leg so don't blame me Welcome to the 20-somethings, guys. Sorry if my voice sounds a little weird right now. I went to a concert like two days ago, absolutely lost my voice, and I kind of sound like my balls haven't dropped yet. So bear with me because I have some friggin' updates for you guys. Basically, this episode is going to be like a tiny little story time for me because <laughs> I have been up to absolutely no fucking good. So I'm going to give a little life update. And then I'm going to do drunk confessions because I put another poll up on the 20-somethings pod Instagram, which y'all should all go follow. And I'm really excited because I got some really good submissions. But yeah, without further ado, let me tell you about the fucking clownery that ensued (laughs) the other weekend. I have really been debating whether or not I should expose myself like this, Um, but I feel like it's just too good of a story not to tell. Let me set the scene. So my best friend from high school, like we've literally been best friends since like middle school or something like that. She just turned 21 and you know, it's summer. It was during like a long weekend. So she was like, let's go to Panama city beach, (laughs) which already starts this off so wrong because nothing good ever comes out of PCB, but I digress. Backtracking a little bit. We were not leaving for PCB until Sunday morning, which means I had that Saturday free. And it was the first Saturday I've been back in Birmingham since I left for Greece and Italy, which was literally the last week of April. So it was literally my first Saturday back in a hot motherfucking minute. And you know what? I don't know if it was Mercury being in fucking retrograde or someone was really just poking at my voodoo doll, but all of these men came back into my life. I don't know if there was like some type of like Craigslist ad that was like, hey, if you've ever fucked around with Michelle Diaz, go hit her lineup right now. But with that being said, I was getting hit up by a lot of people from my past and I don't know what that's about. But one of them in particular, mm, this is, oh my God, I'm literally about to expose myself so hard. But one of them in particular, um, I guess it was a situationship. I don't know. That was like a couple months ago. Uh, we started like talking again for like a week or something. And he was like, we should get dinner. And I was like, oh, okay, like I can do dinner. And we go to dinner. And one thing led to another, we end up like bar crawling. And I, unfortunately, lose sight of my limits. I'm usually pretty good with like knowing my tolerance However, that night, you know, like the drinks were flowing. The conversation was flowing. It was a good time. It was a good time. Um, skipping all of the little gory details, I wake up the next morning in my bed, fully clothed, shoes on, makeup on, contacts in, with my keys in hand from when I opened my door. So, yeah. And y'all want to know what my last, like, full memory is from this night 
It's getting in the car on the way to my house. And this man played the 20-somethings podcast. And here's the thing. I can barely listen to this while I'm editing it. It's a whole different ballgame if I have to listen to my voice with someone else present. Like, I hate that. Anyway, just had to put that in there. Oh, but the story doesn't even stop there. So, I wake up the next morning fully like, what the fuck? I cannot believe I just blacked out on this date. And I'm looking for my phone and it's nowhere to be found. And I look at my Apple Watch and it says that my phone is not in range. (sighs) I have to get my MacBook and text this man off of my MacBook and be like, yo, hey, bestie. Um, great time last night. However, do you have my phone? And he's like, um, let me check my car. He goes to check his car. It's in his car. And he was like, I have to leave to go do something right now. Like I can't come bring it to you, but like, you're more than welcome to come get it. I'll put it in the like mailbox. I have to drive to the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Alabama to retrieve my cellular device. It was literally a 45 minute detour to get to PCB. And I haven't even gone there. I was supposed to leave for PCB at seven in the morning. I wake up at 8.30 in the morning and I'm still not even packed. I'm not packed and I don't have my phone. So I was running so fucking late, but whatever. That, that was literally the least of my concerns. I literally did not have a phone. That, that alone was a new low, but that was literally only the beginning to this entire weekend. So I go get my phone. I'm on my way to PCB. I literally get stopped in the middle of I don't know where in Troy, Alabama. If y'all know where Troy, Alabama is, there is nothing but like cow fields and a lot of churches. And I was apparently going a bit over the speed limit and I got stopped. And in my five years of driving, I have never been stopped. So I was like, okay, this is definitely like warning worthy. Like I'm not going to get a ticket. Like there's no way I'm going to get a ticket if this is literally the first time I've ever been pulled over. I get a ticket. So that's strike number two for the weekend. And then skip forward, blah, 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 blah. We go to PCB and we're there for my friend's 21st birthday. And if y'all have ever been to PCB, y'all know what Coyote Uglies is. Or if you've ever watched like Florida Bama Shore, I love that show. But Coyote Uglies is like one of the main bars that like they always hang out at. Um, And we were conveniently like five minutes walking distance from this bar and so we decide to go it's a sunday night so you know what a holy day to go get wasted in pcp um but yeah everything is fine and dandy it's it's like a weird vibe because like it was a mix of like people that were there that were like in college and also underage people and also like 40 and 50 year olds um but i digress anyway we all start vibing. Me and my friends are drinking. We're dancing the whole nine yards. It's fun, whatever. And then I go up to the bar and I'm ordering a drink or something. And all of my friends get stopped by this couple, right? And they start telling us about how they got engaged that afternoon. And they start showing us like the pictures or whatever. They start telling us their entire life story. And eventually, my friends slowly start peeling away from this giant clutter of people that they've just accumulated. And for some reason, me and my other friend are the only ones left that are like still listening to their story. And I was kind of getting weird vibes, but I was also like, I'm drunk, they're drunk. Like, I'm not sure if I'm just picking up on weird things. 
But for example, they kind of closed me in on the bar. Like I was sitting across from the girl and then the guy had like his arms around me basically but like holding on to the bar I don't know how to explain it it would be a lot better if like y'all could see what I was doing right now but yeah it was just weird and I was like a little bit uncomfortable by it because I was like this seems flirtatious but at the same time I'm sitting in front of your new fiance and she seems okay with it but I'm also just confused by both of y'all's vibe but whatever and then they both collectively started getting very touchy like at one point I had like a piece of hair in front of me and he kind of like pushed it behind my ear and I think she saw that I was like visibly uncomfortable not because of that gesture because like if it was anyone else at the bar that I was like flirting with this would be like oh my god (laughs) you just like pushed my hair behind my ear but the fact that like these are fiancés who I'm talking to yeah but I think she saw that I was like visibly uncomfortable and she like rubbed my knee and she was like oh no honey he's just looking out for you and I was like oh okay and so I made up this like bullshit excuse before I left they got mine and my friends snapchat and instagram right they add us I make an excuse and I walk away and this is after like an hour of them spilling their entire life story to me okay now just remember that story because we're gonna come back to it but yeah the rest of the night goes swimmingly. Um, we're, you know, dancing, vibing, whatever. It's time to go home. And my friend picks out this guy that she, like, likes or whatever. And they were conveniently staying, like, right next to us. And so we're walking back. And this dude's brother would not stop cock-blocking my friend, basically. And my friend looks at me. And she goes, you know, it's my birthday. And that's all she had to say. Because I knew I was going to have to take one for the team. I had to entertain this man for like an hour and he like literally was in love with me and I'm not even just saying that just to say that like it was just a lot and he asked me for my number like three times and all three times I was like oh yeah like I have really bad service right now but like I'll give it to you once I have service again which doesn't even make sense because I should know my number enough to be able to give it to someone even if I don't have service but I mean, he fell for it, so I never had to give him my number. Um, But yeah, I like fully took one for the team that night. And I am keeping a little tally system going because I better get really good karma for that one. Anyway, it works out for my friend. She's happy, great, fantastic. The guys leave, whatever. We are in bed just like recapping the night, right? And I get a Snapchat from the girl that was like in that couple. And I don't know what I expected it to be, but I open it and it is a full on titty pick. Like no face, nothing like just her tits. And me and my friend were like, literally like, what? So we sent back like a very confused face. And I was like, girl, what? And we go to sleep because at that point it was four in the morning. We wake up the next morning and my other friend who was there at the bar with me says that she also got a titty pick. And then I check my phone and she had responded to the Snapchat where me and my friend were like, girl, what? And she responds with, I don't remember most of the night last night, but I definitely remember you with 300 kissy emojis. I was like, okay, okay, I am reading this situation right now and I am going to have to respectfully decline. I didn't say that. I just unadded her. But yeah, that was, that was my PCB weekend. 
So to recap, I blacked out on a date, had to go retrieve my phone from the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Alabama. And then I got pulled over, got my first speeding ticket. And then I think a couple was trying to recruit me for their threesome. So overall, eventful weekend. (laughs) If you're on my private story, you're getting a kick out of that weekend. That weekend was literally insane for no reason. I literally thought it was going to be like a chill day, but it was not. It wasn't at all. Moving right along. I figured why should I be the only one to share my little drunk story? So I put another poll up on the 20 somethings pod Instagram and these fucking submissions. Oh my God. Let's just, let's just jump right in. Like there's no way to like prepare ourselves for some of these starting off strong (laughs) this girl said i sent my ex a video telling him that his dick was small (laughs) honestly that's kind of iconic like (laughs) poor dude he probably didn't know what the fuck was happening but just like the spontaneity of just a random video he probably thought like he was opening up a completely different snapchat No, it was just you telling him that his dick was small. (laughs) Moving along. This next one says, I went home from Zydeco, shout out Zydeco, with a cute guy and threw up in his bathroom. I walked out and he proceeded to say, that is the quietest yak I've ever heard. And he gave me his toothbrush. I'm going to need a bit of a clarification on what you mean he gave you his toothbrush. Did he have spares? Or... Did he just, like, give you his toothbrush? Also, like, did you go home afterwards? Or, like, did y'all hook up? Like, what was the vibe? You know, like, did he give you that toothbrush so, like, you would stay? Or, like, what? I'm actually more so just confused about, like, what you mean by his toothbrush. Like, his personal toothbrush or, like, a spare? Because that could change the whole vibe of this story. (laughs) This next one, I actually remember seeing all over this girl's private story. I fell through a glass table and had to get my guy friends to pull glass out of my butt cheek. I want to know what led to you like falling into a glass table. But also, why does anyone have a glass table out if people are drinking? But also, that would be such a humbling experience. Like, I'm so sorry. But if my guy friends had to get all up in there to get glass out of my butt cheek, mm, I would be humbled. Wait, this next one's kind of wholesome. It says, I cried for like an hour straight because I told my friends that I thought they were angels and not real people. Like, I just loved them that much that I literally cried for an hour. Needless to say, they were very confused. That's kind of sweet, though. Like, if someone was crying because they thought I was like a real life angel. Oh, I don't think I've ever had like a wholesome experience like that. (laughs) So maybe I need to start drinking with you, homegirl. This next one says, I threw up all over the bed and woke up in the bathtub at 5 a.m. Don't remember how I got there, but that's enough said. Um, happens to the best of us. I mean, it's never happened to me, but it does happen to the best of us. (laughs) Dude, this next one might be one of my favorite ones that was submitted. This next one goes, one time me and these two guys were in the cookout line after a long night and the line was not moving. I was in the back seat and they were in the front and I had to pee so bad that I was in physical pain. So I peed in a cup that I had been drinking out of all night 
and I was sitting in the floorboard and I couldn't tell how much it was filling up. (laughs) So I ended up overflowing the cup (laughs) and I was like, damn, it's on the floor. But then the whole cup tips over and the pee goes everywhere. But the story doesn't end there. I still had a good amount of pee in me. So I peed in the cup again and it tipped over again, bruh. so somehow the boys didn't notice but i'm telling you i was sloshing in my own pee and it was all over my legs and all over the truck so i found an old t-shirt in the back and i tried to wipe it up as much as i could and then threw the shirt out of the window they still were not aware of the situation in the back seat by some act of god so the next day the boy calls me and he's like did you pee in my truck And I was like, no, why would you even think that? Because, of course, hashtag gaslighting. And he's like, it smells like pee in the floor. Soaking wet, bitch. And I was like, OMG, yeah, I accidentally spilled my drink back there. So sorry. And he believed me. And he still doesn't know that I did, in fact, pee all over his truck. (laughs) God, that might have been my favorite one that was submitted. I'm sorry, he had to know. Like, he was really just sparing your feelings. He had to know. The whole, like, why is it wet? I understand that that could have been a spilt drink. What the fuck other liquid smells like pee besides pee? So, I hate to say it, but I think I think he caught you on that one. But I want an update on this boy. Like, do y'all still talk? Like, is he still your friend? Is he going to find out after this podcast that it was, in fact, pee? Like, I just need to know. You know? Let me know. This next one is extra funny, specifically for me, because it's coming from someone in my immediate friend group. And she told me the story, and I was like, okay, now I, like, have to know who the dudes were. And she told me, and it just, it really makes the story so much better. But y'all are obviously not going to get that, because I'm not trying to expose anyone too much. But yeah, this one goes... There was one night that I made out with a guy at a bar and then woke up in his best friend's bed a few hours later, not knowing how I got there. I checked my phone and I also had a text from my ex-boyfriend while I was still in my friend's bed. When I left, I saw one of our other friends on his couch as I was leaving and he was also the one that saw me kiss the first boy and then was also wide awake to see me leave our friend's room. There is so much to impact. First of all, why was your ex texting you? Second of all, what happened to get you into this friend's bed well honestly power move like you make out with a guy and you wake up in his best friend's bed that's kind of iconic maybe i shouldn't be cheering that on but i'm gonna because it's iconic dare i say that's the energy we're looking for here like it's a little chaotic a little unhinged but like fun and cheeky and flirty so do some more of that keep that keep that energy rolling all right this next one is the last one but not only did i get it submitted by the person i also got two separate dms apart from that one telling me to ask her about this story because it just had to be featured so let's get into it me and my friend were visiting starkville for absolutely no fucking reason and i was hammered And some of us were getting in the back of this friend's car because the car was so packed and a cop pulls up and is like, um, there's no way you guys are getting in the trunk right now. And everyone gets out and kind of walks away slash runs away from her. Not me. Nope. I walk up to this bitch and I so boldly say, 
no, we were just looking for something in the trunk. Like there were four of us fully sitting in the trunk. And she's like, mm-hmm, yeah, sure. And then looks at me and is like, are you over 21? And I'm like, yep, I'm actually 22. When I was in fact 19. And she's like, what's your name? And I tell her my full legal name. And she says, where are you from? To which I say, Tennessee. And she's like, oh, okay, let me check for you in the system. And I'm not sure what the fuck that means. I'm also about to black out. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I just told her the truth about everything except for my age. I'm about to get arrested. For some fucking reason, I decide my only solution was to tell her that I was from Spain with three question marks and that I go to the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. And that's the reason why I said Tennessee. And I was like, yeah, you probably won't find me in the system since, you know, I'm from a different country. And at this point, she's just staring at me. To which I say, um, I can speak Spanish if you want me to prove it. To which she just stares at me a little bit more. And then she's like, just leave and don't put people in the trunk of your car. To which I say, oh, no, ma'am, we would never, ever think to do that when we were actively doing it when she caught us. So, yeah, and that's why I will never go back to Starkville. Honestly, that deserves like a slow clap standing ovation. Like someone give this girl an Oscar for the award-winning performance that took place that night in Starkville. The way that you were just able to pull that shit out of your ass and save yourself, I would have never thought to do that. Like, I would have fully been on my knees crying, probably about to call my parents and confess the whole thing. That is so impressive that you just thought to, just thought to say that. I mean, I guess it has a little bit to do with the confidence because if you just walked up to her and were like, yeah, I'm actually 22 and from Spain, then shit, I'd probably believe you. Anyways, that's all for drunk confessions for this episode, but I always keep the polls open. I'll probably post another one in the near future and do another one of these episodes because they're honestly really fun. I love getting these submissions, especially the one about peeing in the back of the guy's truck. That shit was funny as fuck. Before we go, let me do the top three songs of the week. This one was kind of hard. I found so much music this week, um, but some of it, I'm not sure if they're other people's vibes because they're like barely my vibe. Okay, I'm going to be real honest with y'all. I've been on a country kick. <gasps> I know. I think summer just brings out this little inner cowgirl in me. Um, <laughs> so I've been literally jamming to nonstop country, which if you knew me like a year ago, I never listened to country. Like I was actively against it. Like, dare I say a country hater, but I have seen the light recently and some of the songs are really good. Um, however, I'm not going to feature those songs because I just feel like that's just not my vibe. Like, I feel like it's very much a guilty pleasure of mine that I listen to country music and I don't know how to explain it. It just feels so out of pocket for me. Like earlier today, I was at work and me and my boss were talking about music and I was like, listen to this one song I found earlier and it was a country song. And she was like, Michelle, what the hell is wrong with you? Because when I tell you I was an active country hater and now I'm like looking up like cowgirl boots on Amazon. You know what I mean? Anyway, with that being said, my first song is Like That by Bozzy. Got you singing, yeah. You like that, yeah. You like that.
I had actually never heard this song, but I recently watched The Summer I Turned Pretty. First of all, let me go on a tiny little tangent right now. That is easily one of the best shows I've ever watched. If you have Amazon Prime, I think that's what it's on, please go watch it. I binged the entire thing within a day. I cried, and I don't cry a lot. Like, it is very rare for me to cry. Maybe I need to look inward on that one, but I don't cry a lot, and I was sobbing by the end of it. But also, as surprising as it may be, I am a hopeless romantic at heart, and this show just did it for me. Like, it was so good. It was so well-produced. They had, like, Gen Z jokes in there, but they weren't, like, overdone. Like, they were executed perfectly. And it was just so good. And the cast is so cute and sweet. Ugh. Mm. That show is probably going to be, like, my go-to feel-good show for, like, a good bit. Like, I've already rewatched it, and I'm probably going to rewatch it again. Like, it's so good. And it's already renewed for a second season, so I'm living it up. And their soundtrack was bomb as fuck. Like, every song that needed to be played was played. So, go watch it. But yeah, that song was from there. And then the next song is Daydreamers by Kids Not Saints, but the S in Saints is a dollar sign. I liked your picture, but it was an accident. You probably saw that shit and told all of your friends. Now I look stupid, now I look dumb Oh, just forgive me, no, my chance is gone I do this all the time, I'm going insane And then lastly, I have Bored by 19 and You But everybody sees that you fake love And you fake love to me But last night you hit me up again You're so If at any point you don't know how to spell the artist's name or I completely butcher it and you don't know what song I'm talking about, I always post a recap of the three songs of the week on the 20-somethings pod Instagram. So go give it a follow. But that's all for me today. Next week, I'm going to be deep diving into Greek life because recruitment's coming up and all the girlies are getting ready and such. So I'm going to be kind of giving the insider scoop on Greek life and like just the whole process and my perspective of it from the sisterhood side. So very excited for that one, but I will see y'all next Thursday. Bye. Oh my God. Did y'all hear that voice crack? That was embarrassing. (laughs) 